0: Break It Down with Rick and Tim is also available to watch on YouTube. Oh, that was very bright and exciting and wonderful. It'll go great in there. I like it. And don't forget to check out our website. That's right. www.breakitdownwithrickandtim.com Hey, Tim. Hey, Rick. Do you like Bruce Jenner? Bruce Jenner? Or do you like Caitlyn Jenner? I... Which one? They're two different people Are they two different people? Yes Okay, explain to me the difference between the two I never cared for Bruce Jenner And I especially don't like Caitlyn Jenner That's the difference Yes Okay But are they the same person? Yeah No Well Bruce Jenner is dead Long live Caitlyn Is Caitlyn like your dream, like pin-up girl? Tim? No. What if you're 14 years old and there she was in the penthouse? Picture right here.
1: Yeah, he's thinking about it. I'm trying really hard to make sure that I don't get judged for what I say <laughs> No, <thing> about <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner.
0: Uh, I don't like Caitlyn as a person. I kind of agree. Yeah, you can change your gender. You can change your pronouns change everything about yourself. But if you start off as an a-hole, you remain an a-hole. And they, she is an a-hole.
2: I know you're very conservative, yeah. and, and you have been very conservative. You've, you've said you're Republican, and, and- It's not a bad thing. Uh, yes, no, it's not. Look, the only thing is, you know, a lot of Republicans, I don't want to speak for everyone, would vote against all the issues that you know, that you as a woman and you as a trans person would want someone to support. I I agree with that in some cases. Uh, And same sex marriage? uh, Gay marriage? Uh, I have to admit that um, I remember 15 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever it was, when this whole gay marriage issue came up, at first I was not for it. I mean, I thought, I'm a traditionalist. I'm I'm older than most people in the audience, you know. I mean, I kind of like tradition and, you know, it's always been a man and a woman. And uh, I'm thinking I don't quite get it. Yeah. Yeah. Simply Why is she because, because
0: she's catering and patronizing the GLP and attacking other trans members in her community like Dylan Mulvaney.
2: It's day 233 of being a girl, and this video is for Caitlyn Jenner. If you're not Caitlyn, keep on scrolling. But if you do stay, I don't know, grab a beverage. Hi Caitlyn, I'm Dylan. And we are two of the most privileged trans women in America at the moment. And with that comes a lot of responsibility. And although we have very different views on most things, a few days ago I probably would have still been willing to sit down with you and try to connect with you in some way because I automatically have a lot of respect for you as a fellow trans woman. But then you decided to ridicule me very publicly. And honestly, this tweet didn't phase me all that much, but then this one made me go, "Ah, not you calling me a he, that is just, oh, terrible. But then you didn't stop there. You said there is a difference between acceptance and tolerance and normalizing exposing your genitals in a public way and a public place. I do not support that at all in the slightest, Dylan. Dot dot dot. Congrats, you're trans with a penis, girl. You're making me sound like I'm some creepy flasher exposing myself.
1: Which is kind of ironic, because you kind of wonder: Does Caitlin understand that she is
0: transgender? I don't know. I. I do not think people who are trans are suffering from any kind of mental illness, but that does not mean if someone has a mental disorder, can't become trans. So I think with Bruce Jenner, there might've been something a little off and they transitioned and they're still a little off. Make sense? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Hate her. Do you? Well, while you're
1: in this mood, I am this is a good time Well, I was gonna say, this is a good time to trigger Richter But we haven't started the show But we haven't started the show Hi, my name is Rick Hi, I'm Tim And this is Break It Down With Rick and Tim Woo!
0: What the hell's going on? It's a good question I'm glad I'm Italian I'm not white You kinda are <sighs>
1: Why does it have to be the big chicken?
0: <laughs> Why does it have to be the big chicken?
1: <laughs> Why do you have to say it like that? <laughs> I was right, and yes. you were racist.
2: It's Britney,
1: bitch. <laughs> I still have a belief that Sasquatch is out there, but that doesn't make me crazy. And you give me that face, and this is my issue with you. You're a questionable person.
2: This is a podcast where Rick, a Generation Xer, And Tim, a millennial, come together and try to find answers to our changing world.
1: Break it down with Rick and Tim. All right. Mm. Now let's go back to where we were. You want to trigger me? I wanted to trigger you. You were primed for a trigger, and now you're just primed. Okay. Here's your trigger. Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, has passed a bill, HB 1403, that allows a healthcare provider to refuse healthcare of some certain services, or some services, certain services, some obscure wordage services, uh, on the basis of conscientious
0: objection. It's intentionally vague. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, so if you're a person of color, a woman, uh, LGBT, you're screwed. And that goes against the doctor's Hippocratic Oath, correct? Correct. What the hell is going on?
1: So the question is, what is conscientious objection?
0: What is it? These kind of people, these extremists want people like me to die. Exactly. I want to read the definition
1: of conscientious objection in the bill. This is going to get real boring real quick. In the actual bill, this is the the language they use, means an objection based on a sincerely held religious, moral, or ethical belief, conscience with respect to, to entities, is determined by references to the entities governing documents, any published ethical, moral, or religious guidelines or directives, mission statements, constitutions, articles of incorporation, bylaws, policies, or regulations. So basically, if you have it in writing somewhere that you don't want to treat, uh, gay people because you're worried about you know their your moral standing you can you can put that in your mission statement and you're
0: good to go welcome back to the jim crow era not just for blacks but for trans and gays it's just it's we're going in reverse cuz De sanctimonious wants to destroy leftism and end wokeness
1: so my question though is looking at the language of this bill um, it doesn't just necessarily target LGBTQ it's so obscure that it targets anybody Somebody might say uh, I don't want to uh, you know treat a Jewish person because morally like or ethically, I
0: can't interact with them. I don't know. They'd come up with some But let's be real here. Denying service to someone because they're Jewish or denying someone service to someone that's trans. What's more probable in Florida? Florida has a tremendous Jewish Jewish population, population, especially in Boca. So, no, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But you see what I mean. Okay, well, let's Trans people are statistically lower income compared to those that are Jewish faith. Th- these are statistics. Okay,
1: let me back up because that was a bad example. I was just throwing an Good. example in there, and you just I mean, jumped on it like I insulted you. Jesus Taking Christ. Taking the pinata, the bat to the pinata. No, and I'm saying, okay, well, what if it was a Muslim?
0: There you go. That's, yes.
1: What if it was an immigrant, an undocumented immigrant? Mm-hmm. What if it was a... Yeah, what if it was a a kid who who uh, you thought was a criminal? Yeah. And you didn't want to, to help them because of your morals or whatever. Now, basically, it, it seems like to me, and I interrupted you, but honestly, it seems like what they're saying is you can take your Hippocratic Oath and you can adjust
0: it to your own liking. Now, if this does not include the emergency room. Let's be clear. Okay. It's... Outside of the emergency room. So if you're in a life or death situation in the ER, you're going to be taken care of. It's just that once you've been bandaged up in the ER, you're out. Yeah. Good luck. Right?
1: Just like you don't have insurance. Right? Oh. Kick to the curb.
0: It doesn't trigger me, Tim. It just makes me horribly sad.
1: Yeah, it triggered your emotions.
0: It made you sad. I don't think I'm a bad person. And yet these people who don't even know me want to see me die.
1: Yeah, because, well, let's look and see what's happened here. Like, uh, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weapon. The problem is, is that the crowd always needs to be fed. And so if you have this base of people that uh, operate on fear-based information and mob mentality, then you have to direct that mob at something. They're not just going to sit on their hands and do nothing.
2: Only 1.6% of American adults are now transgender or non-binary. 1.6%. Then why do you choose that group to attack Mm -hmm. and i go back to what lbj said a long time ago he said if you can convince the lowest white man he's better than the best colored man he won't notice you're picking his pocket hell give him somebody to look down on and he'll empty his pockets for you
1: what was the last big fight that they just won i don't know what well it went all the way up to the supreme court about the gay marriage? No,
0: what? No, what? no, what? are you talking
1: about? Let's go back. I want to see if you can figure it out. It was the uh, the last big Supreme Court issue. It was their main like talking point. A abortion. Lot of, uh, abortion. Okay. Right. So now that abortion is no longer their main rallying cry, they need something else to get behind. And slowly but surely, just like you said, it's becoming about trans people. They're targeting people. Look what happened
0: to uh, <laughs> Budweiser. Well, or Bud Light or whatever. Here's the thing. I've introduced you to who Dylan Mulvaney is. Sure. Dylan is a very positive trans role model. Okay. The complete polar opposite of Caitlyn Jenner. Okay. And that's one reason why Caitlyn targets her. And I also think that's one of the reasons why the extreme- Hollywood bullshit. is that what you're telling me? No bad words. Sorry. Ugh. I'm, I'm going to swear. I'm sorry. Please don't. It I'm makes gonna, it my I'm, life so I'm, much- I'm trying, other- Hey, you're responsible you're for your bad words and don't get mad at me if they slip by
1: <laughs> yeah, rick, it's you're gonna get yourself fired R- rick is salty okay hey, no okay the reason why i i wasn't let's trying let's to not, be mean, stay on top let's i was it
0: was just a couple of a little i was just like hey there's a little hint. Okay. one of the reasons why i think they were also targeting dylan is because okay. she is a positive role model so she's a boy dressing up, pretending to be a woman, mocking women. That's all they can say about her. Oh, and Marjorie Taylor Greene calling her a pedophile. Mm. Gotta protect your kids. What oh. is, like you've always said, what's the one thing you can call somebody so that you can destroy them? Right. And that's that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to bring up one of the biggest pedophiles in America today. His name is Dylan Mulvaney, and I won't be referring to him as a she or her.
1: Yeah. The it's the go-to in, word. It's in the history. You just look at history. It's, it's all the talking points. You want to destroy your enemy morally. You make them look
0: at like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It's scary. hmm Okay, so let's jump. Since we're on the trans train. Okay. Choo-choo. And now it's time to... Let's. Oh, that's quick. not correct grammar. Tim, it's terrible. Let's see how much Tim knows about his trans community. When was the first sex change operation?
1: I don't know. Make a guess. 19 oh, 09 1960.
0: In the Netherlands. I was going to say
1: 1960s, but then I was like, well. Yeah,
0: but the idea first came about in 1938 and was perfected after World War II. Mm. That was from female to male. Mm. So that was when they were creating the phalloplasty. Okay. I'm not going to put a picture up, but you can Google it. Or not. (laughs) I wouldn't tell you to Google a regular penis either. Just don't. It has to be at least eight inches or bigger. Oh, boy. That's, those are the requirements for Google. When was the first male to female sex change surgery? 1970. Oh, very close. 1966 in the United States. Oh, OK. There you go. Now, this is very important. How many people identify as trans in the United States of America? How many people? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say that
1: they make up a very small percentage of our population. And if we've got 330, roughly, million people in the United States, and they make up, let's say, 10%, and that is way too generous. I'm going to cut that in half, probably at five. But let's just say 10%. So they make up like 30-some million people. Let's cut that in half, 15 million people. I'm going to say they make up an even smaller portion because they're trans. I'm going to cut that in half. I'm going to say they probably make around 12
0: million people. Wow. You ready for this? What? One point six million identify as trans. Oh, look there Thirteen and over.
1: They're thirteen and over. Okay. A very
0: small portion. Yeah, of our it's even smaller than I
1: thought. I could cut my numbers in half, and yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Why is the GOP escalating attacks on trans rights? Because it's, they won the abortion thing, so now they only need something else. According to PBS, the goal is to make evangelicals vote. Yeah, that's exactly what I just said, just from a different angle. Can trans people right now vote? Yes. Can they get married? Yeah. Zoe Zephyr, the first term Democrat representative from Montana, was kicked out by the state's chamber floor. Why? Because she was transgender. She refused to apologize for telling the colleagues who supported a ban on gender-affirming care for youth that they would have blood on their hands. Oh,
1: that's funny. No, there was, but there was some. There was somebody
0: who was kicked out because I don't know. You think about the two African American men in Tennessee? No, I'm not
1: thinking about that. I was thinking about something else. Probably something my students told me that they heard on TikTok.
0: But just think about this: within the past few months, we've seen people of color and trans people being kicked out of their elected positions Mm. by the GOP. That was
1: nuts. That was crazy. So, yeah. Well, and so I want to also state again for the record that they kicked them out for the way they were acting. But at one point, somebody dropped trow and peed on another person's chair in that same body of government right there which is insanity and they didn't get so much as a slap on the wrist they didn't even have to clean up the poor janitor probably had to clean up some poor guy was like what the hell is this I guess it's good to
0: be white it's like these old people incontinence they have diapers anyway your last question Mm. what does non-binary mean it means that you are neither male nor female
1: you have no gender
0: Pretty warm By choice Uh, Many trans feel that their gender identity Doesn't fall neatly into the two binary categories of man or woman Therefore, they're non-binary I get it Sometimes you feel like a nut Sometimes you don't (laughs) (laughs) Alma and Joy commercial Okay Remember that? No No I don't remember that
1: Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. I'm in joy got nuts. Mounds don't.
0: How is sexual orientation, like me, different from gender identity? Sexual
1: orientation is who you are attracted to. Gender identity is what you believe your gender is. Like parts, I guess.
0: Okay. Do you see why it's easy for people to get confused? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, people think of a certain IQ average that drag queens are men wanting to be women, and that's not the case. They're doing it just for glam and camp and to have fun. Sure. It doesn't necessarily also mean that they're gay or anything. Yeah, like that there yeah. some straight mm-hmm. guys that dress up in drag for entertainment purposes. Sure. John Travolta. No, this is what I was raised on in the '90s. I don't know if it's changed. Transsexual, transvestite, drag. Drag is when you dress up for fun, shits and giggles, uh, ha- performing, entertaining. It's not serious,
1: right? And you can have like a non risque like drag show.
0: Yeah. Like you can be very elegant and nice. Bianca Del Rio. Exactly. And then what I grew up in the 90s transvestite was when a straight man dresses up as a woman to get his knocks off. Okay. So, therefore, not trans, not drag, but a form of sexual pleasure. Okay. Would that be considered deviancy? Is that passing judgment on someone that dresses up in women's clothes and gets off on it? Is that wrong to say deviancy? I mean, I, I mean like, let's let's
1: back up there and let's perversion. Let's. I think we have to look at the context in which this is because if they're just doing that within the confines of their own house.
0: So be it. Have fun. Right. right. Do
1: it. But if they're walking around town dressed like a woman to get their rocks off, I mean, that's a little weird because that's in public and you're trying to arouse yourself in public. That would be like me walking around, you know, with my hand in, in my Japan. pants. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would not feel comfortable with it. So it's context- contextual, I guess you would call it.
0: Would it lend itself to a mental disorder?
1: If you're walking around town with your hand in your pants, does that lend yourself to a mental disorder? Something's not right. Something's not right. Yeah. And and then here's the other thing. If somebody were to tack that on to the, oh, you're just denying who I am, you're anti-trans, well, that's not very fair to the trans community because you're openly... Being grotesque and then trying to u- to use trans rights as you're out. And that's not fair to trans people at all, period. Right. Because at the end of the day, here's the reality. They exist uh, and they deserve our empathy, right? And they deserve our acceptance. Um,
0: yeah, Whenever I've dressed to drag for Halloween, or that's always been for Halloween, I've never put on panties. I've never gone that extreme. It's always been like the outside costume. I've done the tuck. That's challenging. Okay. Weird. Do you know what the tuck is?
1: I imagine um, it's like tucking your your junk. All up into your crack? Like Ace Ventura. And then you take the tape. Oh, ow. And you tape. And you just tape it all up like that? Do you remember that Ace Ventura movie, Pet Detective? Yeah. With the, what was the guy? And it turns out, I think that person was teched.
0: Have you ever dressed in drag?
1: Have I ever dressed in drag? I'm thinking back to like... Makeup, wig, heels. I'm trying to think back to like my high school days when I would have in like drama. I dressed as a tin man once. I don't know if I ever played a role where I dressed in drag, but I'm sure I probably did at some point for some skit or do, gag. Do you have or, any pictures? I don't know.
0: Hmm. Got to create one in Photoshop. Right there here you go. There is <laughs> me in drag. <laughs> RuPaul says you're born naked and everything else is drag. That's true. Everything else is your style, whatever you choose to present. Hmm.
1: Right? One might get mad at my man bun. The thing that really saddens me is that, or my painted toes, because I got a pedicure. (laughs) I took my wife and we got pedicures. And if I'm getting a pedicure, I ain't letting them skimp on anything. They are painting my nails. I'm getting my money's worth. ain't cheap.
0: Sorry. (laughs) Stuff ain't cheap. My nails aren't painted. No, I'm Butch. There you go. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. So here's here's a here's a very controversial
1: topic within the trans community, and one that it it's tough because there's really no winning in this one. Well, there is winning. Um, transgender athletes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Where do we begin? Because yeah. there is, because here's the thing. Here's, here's the reality of it. Like, uh, again, they exist. They deserve to compete. They deserve to participate. It's just a matter of how can we do it fairly? Because the reality is, is that there is a difference like in, in how w- this whole situation works, because So, if you think about it, uh, for years there's been discrimination in sports towards women, period. I remember in high school, one of my friends was angry during baseball season because girls can't play baseball. We had a softball team. She played softball, but she wanted to play baseball, but they were like, nah, play your sport. Now, uh, in softball, the ball's way bigger, they pitch underhand. And you can knock that ball so hard. Now, you take one of the baseball players up there, and he says, you know what? I want to play softball. And I identify as a girl. And he walks up to the plate, and he just nails that ball every single time.
0: I mean, is that fair? I have a solution. Okay, good. We have the Olympics. Mm Mm-hmm we have the special olympics yeah i think we should also have trans olympics yes because an environment where they are celebrated and not harmed not endangering others mm-hmm. not having a physical advantage over anybody else i think that's what needs to be done well and so let's go go but let's go back
1: to this statistic how many athletes
0: identify as trans 32 that's it that's i came up with okay. <laughs> okay wait wait bigfoot mind speak <laughs> oh my god 35 no
1: because, uh, but here's the thing again they 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 probably make up a very small population of athletes so where are the, where would the competition be like you in might have how one or two in allow. how many countries. Well, what I'm talking about is maybe not Olympics, but just on a local level too, because we hear about this issue, yeah. not at the Olympic level. We hear about it at the local level.
0: Yeah. Let's start small. Let's do like trans nationals and trans you Well, know, let's games.
1: start small in high school because that's where the argument is. Let's go straight to the source and break it down.
0: Yeah. But there's only probably one kid that wanting to play sports that's trans per high school. That's what I'm saying. You know, so that's so what small. I'm saying.
1: It's so small, but they need to be included. We can't say no, we're not going to include you. So how do we level the playing field and make sure that, you know, our girls have the same opportunities? Because at the end of the day, it's stacked against them too, right? And girls have to work extra hard to get the same recognition that men do boys do. And it's already a tough field, I guess you would call it. And and it's it's tough because, again, we want to have empathy for those athletes that are transgender
0: and have a place for them to compete. Where is that? Well, let's say we have a school that embraces its trans student, hmm? allows them to play for the team. But when they go against other schools... That's when there's problems, and that's when those schools and their parents will possibly raise issues. So just because maybe sure. one school might be okay with everything and be progressive, the next school that they play against might not, and that's where there's a lot of I think of uh, clashing of
1: right. Or let me
0: give you another example.
1: Let's say you have um, the the state tournament, right? And yeah. you have a transgender athlete, and they take second place. Or third place. Well, there, and, and the three people move on to nationals. Well, that transgender athlete is taking the place of a female athlete that worked really hard to compete in that category against other females and is now being denied an opportunity to go compete at a national level because a transgender athlete took their
0: spot in the win. How common is that? It's rare. It's It's rare. It's going to be very Mm -hmm. rare.
1: Exactly. Right. Right. But again, looking at the issue, it's been blown up because it is the target. And that's the kind of story that people are going to see and I've seen out there. Uh, that's going to rile up a base of people who are going to say, yeah, we got to do something about these transgender athletes. And they're not going to look for a solution that is empathetic. They're going to look for a solution that cuts out the transgender athletes completely and then puts them on the sidelines because they don't really necessarily care. And so what I think needs to happen is a recognition of the – of. I'm not, I'm going to say it's a problem that our community is facing, and we need to come up with a solution before people get too upset about it and go to an extreme. I'm triggered.
0: <laughs> well, you're a high school teacher. Are there any yes, trans students at school? Absolutely. How many? Not many, but also you have to are understand. Are they visible? What do you mean visible? Can you see and know, know that they're trans, or are they pretty good at hiding it?
1: I mean, it depends on the student. I mean, some of them present, you know, as one gender or another. Some of them just try to present a neutral gender. And how are they treated by their peers? Fine. I haven't seen any issues. That's good. Uh Uh-huh. Well, also, we at my school do a really good job of building a community around acceptance and such. So kids are kind of, uh, they understand.
0: That's good. They're seeing things, they're seeing empathy through, how do I say it? They're
1: seeing things through the lens of empathy. Thank you. So Rick, what would your solution be then? Uh, because we don't have enough athletes to compete. I mean, I, I think I agree with you. I think there needs to be a middle ground and I think that it's important that we include these athletes. Um, I mean, it would kind of be cool if, I mean, just brainstorming off the top of my head. Um, a category for them to compete in where other athletes can come in and compete as well. Like let's say you have like uh, a co-ed race or a gender neutral, like, like race that anybody can enter. Right. And so if you've got a girl, cause here's the thing. I remember on the playground, we had girls that would, we had one, well, in grade school, we had one girl that would play basketball with us. And my God, she tomboys. would my ass. Yeah, right. And, and I'm sure she would love to compete against other boys. Right. And so it would give people that opportunity, you know, guys versus girls to compete on a level playing field and include transgender athletes as well. That might be a solution or at least uh, a push in the right direction. Yeah. Before things get all crazy and we start harming our transgender community even more than it already is, I think the one thing we can agree on is that there's a lot of external bodies of people that are trying to make decisions for the trans community. And it feels like they are not considering their input in the slightest. And it worries me that those voices are the ones that are going to be heard. Right. And action will be taken based on what's heard from them instead of people with cooler heads who uh, provide
0: more constructive solutions. Thoughts? Prayers? (laughs) (laughs) I have tremendous empathy for people who are trans because I know what it's like to be in the closet. I know what it's like to be ashamed and feel like you're... Um, an embarrassment and letting your family down and everyone that loves you. And I know the guilt and all the crap that's put into your head. It's horrible. And I also know the liberating feeling of coming out and living an authentic life and not lying anymore and educating people around you that are willing to learn, you know, that that's been great. And I was lucky to have very loving parents I lost a couple friends along the way after I came out, and that's on them. And I don't think people should have to change who they are just to make society feel comfortable. Because life's not comfortable. Society's not comfortable to begin with. So live your best life, as Oprah would say. And if anybody has a problem, it's their problem. However, their problem is... Uh, Rectified by picking up an AR-15 and going after the nightclub like Pulse, for example Which is insanity We can all agree So going to a drag performance or a trans support group is dangerous today Of course Especially in the red states Mm -hmm. I mean, you have these Ku Klux Klan neo-Nazi people protesting protesting drag queen brunches What's wrong with mimosas? <laughs> it's too early to start drinking. And semi-talented drag queens who can't get on RuPaul's Drag Race, so they're performing. You know, eleven o'clock in the morning for your brunch.
1: Um. Yeah, it's interesting because again, I think it goes back to, and I want to, I want to go back to um, your time where we had this transvestite. Uh, And this image of what it was. And the thing that that I think a lot of people would do is take that person, that, that, again, that unfair to trans people uh, person, and lump them in with them in order to say, look at these people and how gross they are.
0: Well, yeah, look how I've been lumped in as a pedophile just because I'm a gay man.
1: So again, it goes back to naming your enemy something that you absolutely know is going to destroy their character. So, let's make this terrible character and associate it with everybody who is gay, yeah. transgender, whatever. And it's frustrating. And then the other thing that's frustrating is that when when we bring solutions to the table, those louder voices take over. And that's what's frustrating as well, because there could be viable solutions that we've talked about some here, right? And I think it's important also to keep that separation between our trans community and Mm -hmm. the character that uh, the anti-trans community associates with them.
0: I think what will help uh, American society and the world is to have a member of the trans community, for example, like Dylan Mulvaney, be in some form of a medium like television, a television show or something, where people can see and watch and understand and learn. Like Ellen DeGeneres, when she came out of the closet on ABC, Mm -hmm. it killed her TV show at the time. But- Wow, what an audience. And with Oprah Winfrey's blessing, and she Oprah played the, I believe it was Ellen's therapist in the mm-hmm. episode. It was a very funny. Well, and- here's the
1: thing here's, and let's go back to what allowed that space. It can't be Dylan Mulvaney in here. <laughs> this is the sad part, is because we already know. It would have to be somebody that they have let their guard down to, that they openly trust. Think about how hurt people were when they heard Bill Cosby was a creep, right? Everybody let their guard down around Bill Cosby because he was, he was your grandfather. And then all of a sudden, bam, right? Ellen was a thing. I mean, people kind of knew. But when she came out, like, that was a big thing. And like you said, it killed her career. If people knew that she was gay before she openly came out, like, really knew, then her career would have been over. Same thing happened with Dylan,
0: I think. Well, Dylan was never on television. Dylan
1: was never on television, but Dylan was in the limelight. Like, boom, here's your can of Budweiser, and now you're public enemy number one.
0: So you think it'll be somebody like Garth Brooks?
1: Yeah. Well, okay, let's go and let's look at where uh, we see that culture and where we see uh, LGBTQ football we have now a couple openly gay players. And that was a big deal, right? Because now you're in the locker room. And so it's all, how does the team respond, right? And so it's, it's, it's tense because you don't know how it's going to play out. And for the most part, I think the players in the NFL have done really well. Um, but I also think that it upsets a lot of the fan base. For reasons, because I don't. Here's the other thing I don't understand. Uh, Going back to, uh, you know, sexuality and gender, when I'm watching football, that's the last thing I'm thinking about. I don't care. I just want my team to win and for me to make some money, but that rarely happens.
0: Who's that famous football player? Patriot guy. What's his name? Was it the Patriots? Yeah. What's his face? Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady. Uh If Tom Brady were to come out as trans, would that have a positive influence? I so what he would do. Here's what would happen. Here's what would happen
1: if he were to come out and say, "Hey, I uh, am transitioning to be a woman." I think he would experience a lot of hate, but he would also experience a good amount of support from his followers. But you also have to – well, I was going to say you also have to look at how they treated Dylan. But at the end of the day, Dylan was always their enemy, right? If Tom Brady came out and said that he was going to transition into being a woman – I think you would have a lot of people that would have an outpouring of
0: support, but you would have a lot of people who'd be like, I'm going to kill you. Or just offer his support and be a voice, uh, an ally for trans rights. That'd be phenomenal. Stone Cold Steve Austin. No one really knows who he is anymore. Not like that. No, but you're missing the point.
1: No, you're missing the point. He was that big back in the day. Oh, he was? Yeah, he was huge in the WWE or the 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 wrestling world.
0: Yeah, WWE.
1: Yeah. And I remember he went on a rant about because it was all about, you know, it was when uh gay rights was a big issue. And he was like, why do we care? Why are we trying to stop them from being happy? What's the point? It's not like it's us who's, you know, interact we're not having sex with anybody what's why yeah why are we stopping them from being happy and that was a big deal because look at that's their demographic is these you know crazies in a lot of cases not everybody but a big portion of the demographic is and that rocked a lot of people's worlds to hear yeah now tom brady's got bigger reach now because of the
0: internet The scene in the movie American History X when Peter Norton's teacher visits him in prison after he was uh, brutally raped. Uh, And Peter Norton's character was the extreme racist with a swastika tattooed on his body. And he, he went to jail for curb stomping, remember Mm -hmm. my reaction? Oh my God, people actually do that? Yes, they do. At so. And uh, the character goes to prison for murder for just three years, whatever it was. But the character that um, Avery Brooks is playing, the teacher, when he asks him, is all this, what you're doing, making you happy? And the answer was no. Mm -hmm. No, and it's miserable people, Inflicting misery on others. Yeah. It's bullying. It's kick the dog. Yeah. It's very tragic. It's very sad.
1: Well, and it's a, a, a crowd mentality because it's they, they, they get themselves all, it's, it's not just them going out and kicking a dog. It's them all gathering around in a circle, kicking a dog, and then laughing about it. And I see that happening, that kind of like immaturity happen in the high school. At the high school level, a lot, and the sad part is, a lot of people don't grow out of it. True, and then they listen to Tucker Carlson.
0: Not anymore. I'm sure he's coming back. Oh, I'm sure he's coming back on. And twa- he's going to be even worse. <laughs> Twitter. He's going to be Twitter. He's going to be leveling up his hate. The White Power Hour. It'll be interesting. But yeah, all these people, all these extremists, all these MAGA people, like you said, going to the rallies, like it's some big WWE type of thing, Mm -hmm. like a big old entertainment show rally, they're all angry and they're not happy. No. And they're looking for something to entertain themselves with.
1: They're looking for other people to bring them down because if people are down to their level, then everybody's on the same playing field and we're all miserable together. If I can't have it, neither can you.
0: Right. Right. And people who are happy and are living fulfilling lives, they're not attacking others or subjugating others to their beliefs and stuff. They're, you know, enjoying their own personal bliss. Well, let me ask you this question. I just want to ask you this.
1: If you are scared to death of your neighbors next
0: door, are you happy? If you're scared of your neighbors, of course not.
1: Right. Right. If you are scared to death that the government is going to steal your identity and take your livelihood guns, (laughs) are you happy? Oh, no. So we live in a world where that has been manipulated, right? Because if you look at like the news, and I'm not talking about just the right here, the left as well, they center themselves around fear about what's going to happen and anger and what you should be you know fired up about what you should be just blood boiling over and anger and just uncomfortable stress of course you're going to be unhappy it's like
0: conflict right? entrepreneurs
1: right and god dang dude I remember during do you remember during the pandemic when CNN kept playing that breaking news sound over well, they all and did that. over they and all no did, I know they all did that. This is CNN Breaking News. But it was just constant. I remember CNN's, like, it stuck in my head distinctly. And I hate that sound. And I forever hate Wolf Blitzer because I feel like after every commercial, that is the sound we came back to. Every commercial. And then, like, after he was done with that story, again, (laughs) there it came. And then Wolf Blitzer. Breaking news here.
0: Yeah, and it's because of the fear of missing out. They want people to stay watching right, to watch their advertisers. Right, because it's ratings
1: and it's ads and it's it's money, 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 and it's just fear. Fear mongering is big
0: business, mm-hmm. as Fox News it's has found fear out.
1: And it's hate. And
0: right now, our trans community is in the crosshairs. So, do you think it's going to rise again with the coming election?
1: Yes, because they need a new rallying cry, and this is it. This is what they're settling on. They've been kind of testing it out, and I think they they've kind of gotten themselves into a rhythm. Ron DeSantis is ramping things up because I think he's force, foreseen this as being a major rallying cry, and he wants to say, "Look at all the great things I've done in my state for you know uh, regular people's rights." What the f- I don't even know how to cisgender. He wouldn't even say that word. What would he say? Traditional family values. That's what they're going to, maybe they'll use that traditional. Yeah. Look what I've done for traditional family values. Get rid of the gays. Right. Get rid of the gays. Get rid of anybody you don't agree with. Yeah. Get rid of the immigrants. Get rid of everybody. I hope Disney pulls
0: out of Orlando.
1: I mean, they already pulled out their corporate like move that they were going to do. And that's, mm-hmm. what was that? 2000 jobs or 200 jobs.
0: Yeah. And it, it was, was a lot billions, of jobs. Too.
1: It well, Yeah. Because they were like high paying corporate jobs. They would have
0: brought some tax money and whatnot. You know, the boardwalk in New Jersey is not doing well financially. Is it not? No, it's always been on the uh, the decline mm. with casinos pulling out and et cetera, et cetera. Turn that into Disney World. You could. That would be something. But Disney's probably going to wait out DeSantis because eventually he will be oh, sure. elected
1: out. I think, well, and that would be something. Like if if he got voted out, then Disney would probably stay. But if he got reelected and Disney was like, we're out, that would be hilarious. I'm sure in the
0: next election, Disney will probably put a lot of money into the the Democrat.
1: Okay, so here's the other thing, the last and final thing I want to talk about. Because this is another thing that I think we need to think about and it, it needs, it's a serious issue because I can see both sides to this and I don't, have a educated functional opinion on this the question is should we allow puberty blockers and like gender like transition care before puberty or after puberty
0: It's not for me to decide because I don't have a
1: child. Exactly, and I think that that's important because in a lot, well, look at at Governor Ron DeSantis' state in Florida, he has passed uh, a law banning gender-affirming care for children,
0: and they can take your
1: kids, and they can take your kids if you are, yeah, which is which is insane. Uh, So get out of that state if you are in that state and you have a trans child, and I say that because. I know people who have trans children and they exist. And they, again, it's one of those situations where you have to look at it from that perspective of theirs and theirs alone. It is their choice. But, but here's at the same time, at the same time, I see, uh, from the other side, uh, that, you know, what happens if a kid is being conditioned? Because, you know, some sort of Stockholm's type thing going on. A parent just wants so badly for their kid to be transgender that they brainwash them into thinking they are for attention. And, How do we protect against that?
0: And that's even a lot more rare than a trans child yeah. needing, uh, puberty blockers, whatever those are. Right. About.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's only going to take one example because again, you just need one one, just takes one for the national just takes one to put them in front of the camera and say, this is our example. This is happening everywhere. Um, so yeah, again, something we just don't have an answer to. And my answer
0: is it's not for, like you said, me to decide. Yeah. I do think personally, my opinion, no surgeries until after you're the age of 18. When you're ready to make a full adult decision with your body that requires surgery, you can live the part, be the part, of course, but when it comes to something that's extremely final, there's a lot of thought that needs to go into that and make sure you're making the right decision. Because some people... Regret it, and then they detransition, and that's even an even bigger nightmare, yes, and the surgery is costly, so that's I think
1: what it comes down to and 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 I think the thing that 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 there needs to be that understanding because when you talk about gender affirming care, what is again the definition of that, and so let's. Let's look at that and let's say, okay, what is an appropriate level of care at what age? Yeah. Right? And again, maybe we're not uh, to make the final decision on this, but we can come up with some suggestions here. And I think that that's a fair one because, again, yeah, I think that there are some kids out there who are transgender, obviously, Mm -hmm. and they deserve gender-affirming care. And I think that it's important to be with them and help them process that whole process because it's a tough process all the way up to where they
0: can make that decision and for you it's 18 it's funny back in 2001 president george bush uh was the voice of leave no child left behind mm-hmm. now it's leave no child left behind unless they're trans or gay or an immigrant yeah well yeah Look how that party has changed in just 23 years. So our country is either going to continue with this and it's going to get worse in the next election cycle, which you said you think it's going to become, or it's going to start to calm down with uh, more rational elected officials taking public office. I don't think that it's going to get better. So it's a little pessimistic. On
2: it's a
1: little part. pessimistic. And here's why. Because again, this is a rallying cry. And if we come up with a compromise to the solution, obviously there's going to be people that aren't going to be happy with it. They're going to say, oh, well, if you don't let, if you decide to make it so that there is a co ed like category in sports, what if my transgender person or, or athlete identifies fully as female? They should be able to compete as female. Well, there's never going to be everybody 100% happy, but I think that we can make it fair, right? We can still have empathy and still maintain fair boundaries, right? We want inclusion and we also want fairness, and especially for anybody who's in a marginalized group, and that includes women. It's hard to end on a positive note. It's hard to end on a positive note because, again, the direction we're going is scary because when we get down to the nitty-gritty of it, like I said, that compromise
0: is bad for business. I remember the bad compromise we had in the '90s with LGBT people, or L, gay lesbian, mm-hmm. actually uh, serving in the military with President Clinton saying, "Don't ask, don't, don't ask, tell." Don't
1: tell. That was the compromise. Just don't ask. Don't nobody ask. And don't you tell? Don't, don't tell. Don't nobody say anything.
0: Yeah. Just to appease the right. evangelicals. Right. Who then went for his neck when he lied about having sex with (laughs) Monica Lewinsky. Well, the thing about
1: Bill Clinton is that he he was, you know, Democrat, but he adopted the crazy, like, one or two of the crazy right-wing, like, rallying cries. And that's what, you know, got him elected. Because people were like, yeah, cool. If I'm a single-issue voter, I'm going to vote for that. And that's what did it.
0: Now, with the whole trans thing, it's Mm -hmm. also a distraction from what the Supreme Court did with the uh Roe versus Wade. All oh, right, yeah. But if the Supreme Court uh takes away LGBT equality marriage, uh the Hobbes decision, then uh, it's just going to
1: Well, didn't uh Congress take care of that or something? No, it didn't you know go did? it didn't go through. Oh, I thought hmm. Well, of course it didn't go through. Why would it go through? Well, That'll be an interesting day. And maybe that'll bring us back on the air to do an episode. (laughs) One more to go. One more to go. We only have one more to go. That's right. So join us next time when we close this out with our closer episode. What are we calling it? The wrap up. The wrap up. Join us for the wrap up when we wrap this burrito up. (laughs) You follow me on
0: Twitter, Richter underscore Riola. Oh, that's
1: right. We forgot about that. Follow me at Tim Breaks It Down. I don't really use Twitter because trying real hard not to swear here. F*** it. Elon. You can leave that in there.
2: Okay.
0: Don't leave that in there. I'm too late. It's already edited. You're screwed. I know.
2: <laughs> I think I've realized that I am... I can't even say the word why can't I say the word I mean why can't I just say I mean what is wrong that why why do I have to be so ashamed I mean why can't I just say the truth I mean be who I am I'm 35 years old I'm so afraid to tell people I mean I just Susan I'm gay (laughs)
0: Thank you for listening. We here at Break It Down with Rick and Tim realize that some of these topics are very hard and difficult to talk about and to listen to. It's also important to realize that by turning the blind eye and not discussing these things, we're turning away from the light. And the only thing that can defeat the darkness is light. Be light. Give and receive love. And on that note, you can check us out on YouTube and our website, Break It Down with RickandTim.com. See you next time.